Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. Let's get right into it. All right. Um, so I understand you have some news from a, about a Castlevania producer. Yeah. Um, so apparently, and I don't know if this is a rumor or not. Let me go ahead and just pull up the link. But um, with the rousing success of the Castlevania series, mm-hmm. apparently the producer is currently in talks with Nintendo to create a Legend of Zelda series, um, which could be really, really good. I would much prefer, simply because of the scope of Zelda, mm-hmm. um, I'd much prefer a long or like, you know, a multi-episode series. Absolutely. Kind of covering things rather than just having a, a you know, a 90-minute movie. Yes. So, yeah. And then we have a little bit uh, more news as well. Um, we got Netflix reveals Henry Cavill as Geralt in the witcher series yes a a very brief clip of him which has already been memed to death oh yeah mm-hmm. um features uh, uh henry cavill uh mm-hmm. stepping forward face still half in shadow looking grim or bored you can't mm-hmm. i can't really <laughs> tell and then drink he- drinking heavily from a flask of some kind <laughs> uh it's probably one of the spell potions that uh Geralt needs to drink in order to uh uh Witchers drink potions made from monsters, mm-hmm. from monster pieces, to give themselves abilities to fight other monsters. Sure. Um, and those potions usually wreak havoc on their bodies. Mm. Um, it's not an easy job being a witcher. Um, but a lot of people are complaining about uh, about the costume and stuff like that. I kind of want to wait to see it in motion before I judge anything. Also, from what I've heard, this series is supposed to take place when Geralt is younger. Hmm. Um, and the Geralt we're used to in the video games, he's a grisly old, like, 170-year-old man. Yeah. So, um, I, I could be wrong about the age, but he's, he's up there, up there in his years. Sure. Um, so, anyway, so, yeah, it's supposed to be a younger girl, younger girl anyways. Right. Um, so, and then, uh, we got some other news as well. Yes, apparently, Mob Psycho 100, Season 2 has um, released its new uh, promo trailer. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a link to that on our website. So come mm-hmm. visit us at uh, WhitakerWeekly.com and we'll mm-hmm. have a link to that uh, on the uh, same page as this episode. Okay. And uh, for the last bit of news before we get into three episodes in, you told me about this today. Apparently this was just announced this morning. Just announced this morning. Goku is getting a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Because when you think American icon for the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade, the first thing that comes to my mind is Goku. <laughs> That's <laughs> sarcasm, if you guys couldn't tell. <laughs> oh. But no, apparently, uh, apparently Goku is the first uh, manga character to appear in the Th- Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But they're going with his... Uh... That's not true. Spider-Man's been in manga. <laughs> While Spider-Man has been in manga... <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You that's said, not where he started. You said manga character. So, ha! That's what the article says that I'm linking people to. Well, the article's wrong. Well, then the article is wrong if Spider-Man has been in a manga. Yeah. They had a... Um... They had an attack on yeah, Titan. Technically, Luke Marvel. Skywalker's been in a manga, if you really want to. Yeah, I mean, but has Luke Skywalker had a Macy's or, Thanksgiving Day Parade? I mean, it would make more sense to have Luke Skywalker have a have a balloon in the parade, considering how much of an American icon he is, compared to Goku. But, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the link I'll send you to um, mm-hmm. uh, has a video of them prepping the balloon and mm-hmm. uh, and just getting all the details of how it's going to be shaped and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And apparently they're basing it off of his blue hair Saiyan version. Okay. So um, The Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan mode or whatever. Some, something it's like weird. that. Because mm-hmm. I, it, he's, so it starts black, then he goes Super Saiyan versions whatever one through four and they're all gold 
and then he goes into god mode which turns his hair red mm-hmm. and then he goes to extreme god mode which i haven't gotten that far into dragon ball super yet where it turns blue he doesn't even have to turn his hair gold to become super saiyan god uh to no. for his red to go, hair to go red yeah it's the other saiyans that put their power i've into seen him. that much yeah. of it i've mm-hmm. seen his hair go, i've seen him go into god mode where he has red i mm-hmm. haven't seen him turn blue he's got a show. he's got his latest form in the series well, is I, I, he's still oh. fighting the he's still fighting the god of destruction in the first arc yeah. mm-hmm. and that's how i'm not far at all i'm not this. very far in it either but i've been reading the manga so I, i'm way far ahead of uh where i am in the show though the manga apparently isn't as far as the show uh-huh um but Goku um, attains a new level where his hair turns silver, mm. and it's called Ultra Instinct Mode. And what that means is that he's no longer thinking, his body just reacts. Wow. So. Um, okay, so that's uh, that wraps mm-hmm. it up for the news. Not a lot this week. Yeah. Though, I was going to say, for those of you who weren't aware of Spider-Man being in the manga, there was a Marvel uh, Attack on Titan crossover where um, the Marvel superheroes were fighting the Titans from Attack on Titan. Um, I never read it. Apparently it wasn't very good from what I heard, but Spider-Man's been in the manga, so and he's been in the parade for years. Okay. Still, the greatest Spider-Man Attack on Titan thing I've ever seen is the one with Deadpool, with Spider-Man wrapped around his waist, beating his uh, slingshot, and Deadpool's got his swords out, shouting the theme song. He is is being Deadpool's um, 3D maneuver gear. 3D maneuver gear. Mm Spider-Man is Deadpool's 3D maneuver gear. And and Deadpool's got both katanas out, singing the opening line to Mm -hmm. uh, the season one opener. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into the episode, though. Uh, this week we watched Zombieland Saga. Yes. And I need to apologize. Um, I didn't get a chance to rewatch the first three episodes. Um, I uh, Time got away from me this week. I've, I have seen the first three episodes. I held off on watching episode four until we record, recorded today. Um, but I just did not have the chance to watch episodes one, two, and three again uh, after we announced what we were watching last week. All right. Um, but I... But... I actually managed to watch it twice. You jerk. <laughs> once by myself, and then once again with uh, my oldest. And uh, she absolutely adores this show, and I can't wait to get into it. Awesome. Well, okay. let's so, go ahead and get started. So this show starts with our protagonist, Sakura, watching a, uh, a pop idol group performing on her laptop while she's getting ready, mm. ready in the morning. And I'm not. it's not clear whether she's getting... It seems like she's getting ready to go to school, but also she has an envelope with her, which seems to be like an application for a pop idol group. It's, what's probably is planned is that she, or what she's doing, from what I gathered, is that she's on her way to school, but she's going to be dropping out this application in the mailbox yeah. on her way to school. Yes. And and it's established that she's kind of ditzy and a kind of a klutz at the very beginning. It is. Um, now, kind of tripping over herself now, while she's getting ready. It wasn't until I watched it for the second time through that I realized that one of the other main characters is the center stage of the show they reveal they reveal that in episode three um when the two girls that are talking the ones who will we'll get to it but they have a flashback of that video and like oh okay that's where it comes from my oldest figured it out the moment she saw Mm -hmm. like she she was able to identify she she just latched on to who that character was the moment she saw her the first time Uh and then was able to identify her later in that well isn't your oldest just a smart little she is a smart little one (laughs) i don't know what that last word you said was bean bean okay Anyway, but anyway, so Sakura. We is... also see a calendar that says 2008. Ah, okay. I don't know if you noticed that, but I didn't notice the calendar, but I did notice that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it does come up later. Yeah, but, uh, the calendar a, says a 2000. Time. But yeah, the calendar says 2008 um, on it. Um, I think September or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah. And so, so she so she heads out, is on her way to school isn't looking where she's going and she's gonna fulfill her dream to be an idol she wants to do this so badly and as soon as she steps onto the road what happens great big uh white van smacks right into her truck Mm -hmm. changes the entire mood like there's a literal shift in the change of the mood of the show happy cheery and stuff at the very beginning and then it goes into heavy metal uh-huh. As she's flying through the air. Slow motion. In slow motion. Mm-hmm. And oh! my first thought when I saw that, because I had not looked into the show at all when I started watching it, um, was that, oh, I wonder if that driver is a zombie and like this is part of a zombie apocalypse, you know, <laughs> and that they're just not aware of it. But no. anyway, it's flying. she's flying through the air 
Um, and she uh, lands, and she very much her eyes are dead and things like yep. that. She's been killed by the car. Yes, and, and so it goes through an opening credit sequence. It's not the official op, but it's which they don't get into it until episode two, yeah. which is a standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does go through a bit of opening credits as mm-hmm. she's flying through the air and then lands with dead eyes. Uh-huh. Cut to her eyes are alive, but. It's well. It, it, it's now a dark and stormy night. She's no longer outdoors. She's indoors. She's in some kind of manor house or mansion or something. And mm-hmm. the rain and it's dark inside, and the rain is pelting the windows, and, and the lightning to... is flashing outside. And she's alive, and is in the dark and doesn't know what's going on. And is very terrified about her situation, mm-hmm. and a very and the door to the room she's in creaks very slowly. And we should probably reveal that her name, her name is Sakura, just so. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. That. Did, you, did you drop that? I, yeah. missed, I missed you dropping that. Okay. Yeah. So, so Sakura gets up. Um, I think it's Miyamoto Sakura. Minamoto. Minamoto Sakura. Mm-hmm. So Minamoto Sakura gets up and is very, is going, is um, going through this mansion, uh, trying to find her way out, trying to figure out where she is. When through a glass door or window inside the house, a zombie leaps at her, crashes through the window, hits the wall opposite her, crumbles up into a messy pile of limbs and... And is still trying to get to her, but she can't move. And then starts getting up. Uh Uh-huh. And Sakura just runs from this creature. And as she's running through the house, she keeps running into more and more zombies. Well, she runs into a room. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, runs into a room, shuts the, the door, trips over one body. I don't think we need a play-by-play. She just goes to this house, and there's lots and of zombies. And, and, and she's she keeps eventually surrounded by these zombies. Mm-hmm. And she's completely surrounded, throws a poker cue through one of their heads. Mm-hmm. And then finally, ru- finally makes it out of the house and runs mm-hmm. through the rain. And she's looking for help. She's asking for anybody to help her and stuff. And she comes across well, after she crosses. Well, what's what's happening is, mm-hmm. so we get a good look at her face while she's in the house, but we stop getting a look at her face once she's in the rain. Mm-hmm. And we we just see uh, we what we see is her hair, her matted hair over her face, and then rain pouring down her face. And as she's running, and then she sees a police officer who's mm-hmm. who's. A bit ornery and a bit of a uh, bit of a jerk. Mm-hmm. He's... Well, he's saying like, "What are you doing out in this typhoon? You should be inside. What are you doing?" Type thing. Do you want me to arrest you? Because I'll arrest you. Uh huh. And I don't even want to be out here. I'm soaked down to my underwear. Mm-hmm. But she, anyway, she um she comes up and she screams to him for please help me, and the police officer sees her face and freaks out and shoots her. Well, what he does is he shoot is, yes, that is exactly what happens, but he doesn't shoot her until. She realizes that he's freaked out by her, and she turns around and sees mm-hmm. her zombified face in one of those uh, slightly bowed mirrors that are used for seeing around corners mm-hmm. uh, in tra- uh, that you'll sometimes see in uh, tra- high traffic mm-hmm. areas that uh, have, have uh, blind spots. Um, and so she sees herself, and then she's shot from behind, and a bullet comes out through her neck. And she starts col- and she collapses backwards halfway before ha- going all the way, mm-hmm. and then she's down on the ground. The cop comes over her, and her eyes move, and he's just screaming, "Ah!" He's about to shoot her again when he's smacked in the back of the head with a shovel, and we're introduced to our another major character. Mm-hmm. And who's this guy? The other major character, uh, it's uh, Tatsumi Kaotaro, and he is dressed up in just kind of. A three-piece suit, but he doesn't put his sleeves through the jacket. Who doesn't put his arms through the sleeves? He just kind of wears it over his shoulder. Yeah, so it's, it's almost as if he's wearing a cape. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, he. Uh, uh, anyway, um, the, he takes her back to the house, and, and and now she's in a room, which is a dark, dank dungeon with bars and a chalkboard. Uh huh. And she's wondering what this is going on. <laughs> and, and, and the other, the other zombies. zombies are in the room, just kind of. You know, just wandering through the room. Uh, and finally this guy comes and there's back. A, and there's a puppy zombie. Mm-hmm. The guy it, has a puppy zombie. Does it's she little... try to pet the puppy zombie and it freaks out? No, no. What uh-huh. what happens is, as he's confronting her and talking to her about various things, she realizes he's got 
he, he she realizes how weird this guy is. Mm-hmm. He's got fried squid sticking out of his breast pocket. Mm-hmm. Like she's not paying attention to the words he's saying. She's just and fixated on the fried squid. And who, the voice actor for him, we we kind of talked about it a bit. Uh, the voice actor, his name is um, Miano Mamoru, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just obviously having a blast with this character just because every single one of his lines is just so full of energy and vigor and even no matter how ridiculous of a line it is he's saying it's just he's having so much fun with it something they do in this show Mm -hmm. is they is she gives a uh, she asks you know how did i become a zombie he's like well have you ever seen a zombie movie Yes. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah, they don't bother filling stuff in. <laughs> they don't explain it at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, when she tries to press for more information, he screams at her for being stupid. Don't ask these sort of things. What does it matter? Yeah, you're a zombie now. That's all that matters. <laughs> and I just get the feeling like, that's like the author telling the audience. Like, I don't couldn't be bothered to come up with a reason that they're zombies. They're just zombies. They're just zombies. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Except that it's done in a humorous manner rather than the author just being a jerk. Um <laughs> It is. But really, for the point of the story, it doesn't matter why they're zombies. They just happen to be zombies. Um, and real fast, we should probably clarify the title, Zombieland Saga. Saga is a prefecture in Japan. Yes. Um, it's not saying, like, the Zombieland epic. Um, it's talking... It, everything that happens here is all about trying to revitalize Saga. Uh, saga as a prefecture. As a they, prefecture. They mm-hmm. want... He's, he's trying to bring commerce and... Whatever mm-hmm. else he's trying to ma- put it back on the map, and his plan is to revitalize what they used to have. Each prefecture would have their own idol groups, um, but that's kind of gone the gone away. That's gone away. They now have more. They have national idol groups who you know go through the go through the nation and stuff. Yes. And he's trying to bring that back. And his idea his idea is to do it with zombie girls, a, a zombie a zombie pop idol group, zombie pop idol group. And he introduces all the other characters, and they're all these legendary characters. Like there's a legendary hostess from feudal Japan. Yes, yeah, so there's a, a legend- courtesan from feudal uh, Japan. Uh-huh, there's a legendary um like there's a, there's a legendary gangster uh who ran her own yeah, uh, Saki. motorcycle game. Saki, um, who who looks a lot like Rainbow Dash, honestly. Yeah, she does. And then there's uh there's the me- legendary solo um um yeah, idol yeah junko and then there's the legendary um there is the legendary uh um what is she the legendary group idol she was with a group uh mizuno i yeah mizuno i and then there's the legendary tae he's like what's what what's legendary about her she's just legendary all right <laughs> well what's so great about you huh what's so great about you huh huh now t- now yes and 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 lily he mentions and lily was a a, a prodigy actress Yes, that's right. And Legendary so, Lily so, so was a Lil- prodigy child actress. So Lily's our mm-hmm. uh, our group Lolicon. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot or of, Lili- a lot or of Lili- Lili- Lili's. It does, yeah. We don't have to go into that. Anyway. I mean, Lily, Lily, but, Junko, I, all of them can be considered Lolis. And the same they're, they're, all, them, they're but, all teens. They're mm-hmm. all young teens. But one of them is the, mm-hmm. the childish short one of the group. So I just was thinking that was a label for the mm-hmm. short one of the group. But they... Um, he, and his plan is to use this group to, um, yes, to revitalize Saga, and so, so he introduces all of them and and who they all are, and um, as it turns out, if you're paying attention in episode one, it is Mizuno I who is the pop idol from yes, mm-hmm. who's also got the the poker stuck through her head. It's um, and they do reveal that more clearly in episode three. They do um, episode. One has them performing at a like he's like, and we're gonna have your first performance tonight. He's like, wait, what? No, no, what? Huh? Yeah. And so, so what's interesting is at this point, everyone else is just a brain dead zombie wandering about and do and mm-hmm. not paying attention, and the only one mm-hmm. who's aware of anything is Sakura. Oh, and the excuse for why she looks normal first is that um, this it, guy, this, the the one, Ta- this guy's Tatsumi, one, yeah, Tatsumi. His one real talent is being amazing at Hollywood uh, makeup. Yes, and so he painted her up to look like she was normal. And if you're and so watching the first episode, it's her makeup that washed out in the rain. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, which is why her face looked normal earlier. And mm-hmm. the reason he put her in that face makeup was to try to help her regain her consciousness. And because mm-hmm. she had, 
he booked the first trip the, the book venue he, he was that. also annoyed by it though he's like who would have thought that you would have come back and you like you and ruined all that expensive makeup that i had put on you type thing so he, he not only was he thrilled he was also annoyed at the exact same time he, he, there is literally no way of pleasing him 100 no, percent. there will always be something to complain about but they, he says your first uh, job is going to be at this death metal competition. Yes, and because it's an open, because it was an open stage. It was an open us, stage. They let us on. And he's like, wait, and she's like, what? Idols in death metal? What? What? No, that no, that doesn't work. Like, we can't go on. It's our first performance. And then after like, the last band. So what are you worried about? Ty's going to bite somebody. Ty's going to bite somebody as she is currently trying to, as she is currently biting another one of the zombies. Yes. Um. Um. So Ty, uh, and it's like. A little biting never hurt anybody. Are you stupid or something? Right, yeah, Sakura says that to yeah. to him. Are you stupid or something? But Desu so, no Baka. <laughs> something I don't remember. But um, they uh, anyway they um, end up on the stage after the, the last well, performance. Well, before they all they, have their well, makeup put on and stuff. Yeah, they get they get their makeup put uh -huh. on, and when they're backstage, some of the heavy metal music get, gets into their uh, their dressing room where they're getting ready, uh -huh. and the, and they start headbanging convulsively including knocking over chairs with their heads oh yeah but they're head banging in a way that it would destroy the human body they're head banging from the hips they're head banging from the hips and like their necks are just flopping back and forth as they're doing it um it's just like this is what on earth is going on but and they, they go on stage and of course the only one who can say anything is still um sakura and she's just like and there's a bunch of scary you know metal fans in the audience for yeah. this this little 15 year old girl um, and she, uh, including a couple of them that, um, become recurring characters. They, yeah. They, they've got well, like a grand after, little after thing. This, after this performance, they become groupies of yes. their, of their band. Yes. But anyway, um, she, uh, she, they, they like the zombies that none of them are like in line or anything. They, uh, they, uh, <laughs> you, they're just kind of wandering around the stage and then, you know, and, and then and, and things are going from bad to worse, and she's mm -hmm. very shy, and people are heckling her, and she's... and then Tatsumi just turns on the music. Tatsumi turns on the music, and then uh, Saki, the uh, the punk girl, kicks mm -hmm. a megaphone, and there's a sound, and she picks up the megaphone, and she starts screaming through it, and and, she... and the others start headbutting, <laughs> headbutting while she's screaming. And they all just and they they just all get into it and they all start doing this and Sakura's just like whatever and starts doing it with them and the entire dance is just like that's the most intense headbang I've ever seen the human body's not capable of doing that look at their necks it's like they're dead you know <laughs> their necks should be snapping and their yeah, heads should yeah. be flying off everybody's just so amazed by it and, and then and then Sakura and they're just lets so a, into this music and then Sakura lets out a lets out a guttural scream uh -huh. into her microphone and. That, that actually got uh, my daughter to cheer. She's like, oh, come yeah. on, do it, do it. Let out that primal rage. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> but, um, and then Ty does a, uh, and of course it's Ty. Uh -huh. um, she, uh, she runs and decides to attack an audience member. And so she just jumps off the stage and like they start body surfing. And she's trying to bite people and stuff, but they just <laughs> think it's part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ty is probably my favorite so far. Ty is great. Anyway, so that's kind of the end of episode one ends with everybody else after that performance regaining themselves, except Ty. Yes, yes. In, in fact, in the whole, in the first three episodes, Ty doesn't regain her personality, and I hope no. she never does because she's just fantastic the way she is. Or if she does, but... it'll be near the end of the show. But she is currently just amazing, especially when she chases around the other zombies during rehearsals. Yes, and like they just they're just trying to keep her off of them. <laughs> yeah, she 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 specifically likes targeting. Um... Isn't it Junko? Junko. She yeah. likes targeting Junko, who is this uh, timid, white-haired little girl who's... Uh... Ty's gonna bite someone. <laughs> she keeps biting me. Mm -hmm. Well, you get used to it. Um, the second episode, they perform in... I mean... Well, the, the second episode um, starts with them being in, being in uh, involved in trying to get the band together, mm -hmm. and nobody is keen on it. Except, nobody wants to do it, except Sakura. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. the punk is not interested because she's um, she's more used to being a biker gang leader. Mm -hmm. um, Saki is not interested. Uh, I doesn't want to do it for her own personal reasons. She doesn't believe that this group can become an idol group. Mm -hmm. Now, she has experience being an idol. Um, and actually... When I heard when I saw her name, she was a character that I uh, latched onto pretty quickly. 
Um, because it's a one-letter difference from the from uh, Sailor Mercury's name. Oh, because nerd. <laughs> really? <laughs> On this show? Yeah, I know. Okay, it's but all no. the more scathing because it's coming from me of all people. So yeah, so from instead of Mizuno Ami, it's Mizuno I. Just an mm. AI instead of an AMI. Okay. Um. So that's how I was able to remember her name. Um, and so it was interesting watching her character uh, grow through this process. But none of the characters really were interested in being a zombie idol group, and the um, and the main guy and uh, what's the name of their uh, their bo- their manager? Uh, Tatsumi. Tatsumi shows them a video uh, explaining what why they need to keep their zombiness a secret, and it's just a video of various zombie movies where people are blowing up zombie heads or smashing zombie heads or shoving a grenade inside a zombie mouth. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, that's stupid! Like, why on earth would people treat us that way?" Whereas, uh, or Sakura's Sokka... completely, she's been shot. She's she been knows... shot once already. She knows exactly how they're going to react. They realize they're zombies. But anyways, two of the girls sneak out. Um, yes, uh, it was Juno, Junko and I Junko and sneak I. out, intending on going to Tokyo and making something of the of their lives, trying to find yeah. a way back into their lives. They don't. I don't know if they're aware. It's been dropped at some point that they died ten years ago or more. Mm-hmm. So it is now 2018 in the timeline of the show, and it was 2008 when she died. Well, so it, it has been mentioned that it was ten years since they. Uh, since she died, so it hasn't been established how it's, it's been, I died. Yeah, we don't know how I died because I was the probably the one who died the most recent, uh, because she was alive during the performance when they were when she was watching it, or maybe yes. it could have been their last performance and she was watching it, and then I died shortly after. Right. You know, don't know. Anyways, yeah. So, but but she looks the same as she did when during that performance. So mm-hmm. it's not established when exactly she died, but it mm-hmm. was established that she was absolutely mm-hmm. the lead okay. of a pop idol group. Before we get any further into this episode, I think we need to discuss the opening credits. The over the top amazing <laughs> opening credits. The Jojo-esque opening credits. Well, they is out, what I've been as, told. They out Jojo Jojo. <laughs> I mean, Jojo opening credits are phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. They're yes. always a blast to watch. Great music, great animation. And a lot of times it's very, very in-depth, goes through the the entire show. Right. But it's just, these opening credits are just over-the-top fun. And everybody's and have having almost, fun And have it. almost nothing to do with the actual, well, there's very little to do with the actual mm-hmm. show. I mean, for a, for a section of the opening credits, all the main characters are now in jumpsuits with bike helmets of some kind. That are all the same style, of, but a different color. Oh, so they look like a Senin group. Yeah, they they they're, they, they're, they they're, look like a Power Rangers group. Yeah, they they look like a Power Rangers group, and they start fighting things as these as these Power Rangers. Um, and then we've got their the manager teaching zombies how to dance, and the zombies he teaches the dance are dressed up in like schoolboy outfits, like Angus uh, Young from uh, ACDC. They got the shorts mm-hmm. and the and the the white T-shirt. And one of the clips. He gets up there, and then he starts moonwalking backwards, does the spin and the pose, yeah. and then gets eaten by the giant dog. Uh-huh. Though, <laughs> I haven't watched the episode yet, but I just saw a gif, and someone was like, can Zombie Like Saga really get away with this? And somebody is dressed up in a giant rabbit suit, and he does the moonwalk and Michael Jackson dance in, <laughs> in that outfit. And someone responded with a post of, thriller <laughs> it's like yeah they can get away with this yes. <laughs> it's almost as if this show was made by fans of thriller and they just wanted to do thriller but with uh but with idols exactly that's exactly <laughs> what this is this is this is a retelling of the thriller story oh gosh anyway. <laughs> which makes him mm-hmm. vincent price oh gosh anyway let's okay. not go there okay so, so so what happens is the two the two girls try to sneak off and sakura goes with them she goes after them. She goes mm-hmm. after them. She tries to talk them into coming back, but she doesn't force Who them. Who also goes... Because there's a fourth girl. No, it's just the three. Is there just, I could have there's a fourth girl. It's just the three. Okay. And so just those three girls, uh, Junko, Ai, and Sakura, are going... Uh, are, are Have left. Sakura's trying to get them to come back. Or trying to talk them in. They're not... They look like zombies right now as well. They do look mm-hmm. like zombies. They don't have their makeup right on. They look like zombies. And so they, they're going down an alleyway when a car pulls up playing hip-hop music and three guys come out and start beatboxing and improving their own hip-hop lyrics talking about asking these girls out on a date mm-hmm. and these girls start walking away from them and these guys keep coming 
Mm-hmm. And then they're cornered. The guys keep coming. And then the police officer from episode one shows up. Shows up. And then he starts rapping about arresting them. About arresting the guys because they're obviously coming after these girls who want nothing to do with them. Yes. And but his rap is obviously a lot worse than uh it's than, so bad. Than than, so than bad. the thugs. Um but he walks up and uh he then sees the three zombie girls. And he pulls out his gun and starts shooting at them. And he misses every single one. And, and then suddenly the girls are screaming because they're getting shot at. The guys are screaming. Because now they see that they're zombies because they can see them in, in light now. Oh, no. And the cop is screaming. The, and it's just, the, the girls are hiding in shadows and yes. stuff like that. And the cop comes up and the girls say thank you officer so much. And they go out into the light. And then everybody can see that they're zombies. Yes. And the cop freaks out and starts shooting them again. Uh, Sakura recognizes her but it is I who steps into the light and that causes the problems. But yes. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, don't, you don't understand. Now she understands. Now she understands. And now they're back in the, uh... And the girls ran away and they went back to the mansion and stuff like that. They got away from the cop. Now they're taking, now they're They got away from the cop because the thugs went to the cop for help and started, like, smothering him and saying, please help us get us out of, get us out of here type thing. So, uh, yeah. And the girls ran away. So Mm -hmm. they go back to their, their, uh, their mansion. Or their manor house, wherever it Mm -hmm. is, their, their base of operations. Um, and uh, some discussions happen. And then, but this whole time, everyone, every last one of them thinks, this, there's no way this is going to work. Cut to the interior of a large van where the, the guy is now putting on makeup mm-hmm. and, and going into great Tatsumi. detail. Tatsumi mm-hmm. is putting on great makeup on Sakura and telling her how important it is to be wearing makeup while holding a brush in his mouth. And she's like, I don't understand a word you're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and then Saki seeing a reflection of herself is oh my gosh I'm hot again mm-hmm. we might actually do this this is incredible um and so, they go in and it's at a it's at an old person it's at a retirement home they're performing at this time something like, like that some, some really? community center oh and and um and Tats, uh, Tatsumi has changed the name of the group yes, so they had one name in episode it, one it was Death Misune Death, it, Death Musume Death Musume in the first one, and now it's Green Face in the yeah. second one. Death Musume means death daughter. Uh huh. Um, and the groupies are there at this old, like the two guys from the first episode are so excited to see these guys perform again, and it's completely different. A different name and everything. They're just all super disappointed. Are they not doing metal anymore? Oh, <laughs> but then, and well, I forget how it happens how it starts do you remember how it starts but it breaks well, out into a rap battle well what, okay so the way it starts is <laughs> they're supposed to do something but she, so she's introducing everybody uh sakura is uh is number one so instead of giving out names it's people realizing that they're actually zombies of people who used to live they're just giving out names now so mm-hmm. she's number one ami is uh no it's uh saki is four I is three, Juno is two, the courtesan is five, Lily is six, and Ty is zero. And Ty is zero. And <laughs> Ty's just standing there like the entire time. Well, what happens is as they're trying to get started, it turns out somebody in the front of the audience is eating fried shrimp. Oh, that's right. And, and so, talk we, in so order talk, in order to keep Ty and the other zombies uh, under in, control. We we didn't say this earlier. Yes. We probably should. Yes, um, getting to it. Uh, Tatsumi used the fried shrimp to to uh, the fried uh, squid. The fried squid to um to feed feed it to the zombies so they would have something to chew on. Yes, <laughs> and, and what's interesting is in the in one of the scenes is he um uh, back in the first episode mm-hmm. uh, that's when he feeds a little bit of that uh, fried shrimp fried. You got me saying squid. it. Fried squid to the uh, the dog, and the dog goes from itty bitty uh, pug nosed puppy to giant wolf to eat it <laughs> and go back mm-hmm. down, and it just scares the crap out of uh, poor Sakura. Mm-hmm. And that dog does the same thing when I is trying to leave. Um, is that the dog wants in, and so he's just barking. He sees somebody at the door, and he's barking at the door. But it, when I looks out, it's the beast jumping up and licking the window rah, 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 and mm-hmm. scaring her to death. But it's but it cuts <laughs> back to him, and he's just being a little a little puppy. I want in. I want in. I want in. <laughs> um, but anyway, and and so and so in this scene, Taki Ty wants 
the the uh, the the fried squid that this guy's eating, and so she lunges for him, and Sakura reaches out to stop her and grabs her arm, and the arm pops off, and she loses and Ty loses balance and lands on the ground, and her head pops off, and it lands in this guy's lap, and she's like ah ah ah, and he's like oh did you want some of this? And so he gives her some of the squid, and she's happily. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> And, and they so Sakura runs in. It's like that's a trick. It's a trick. Aren't we great? Like oh, oh, oh all good. the old people are just like oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> and so she's trying. And it's like, and and then the body starts walking off. Uh huh. And so she tosses it's... it over to Saki. Catch! And she's trying to collect the body. And she's grabbing the body and sitting it down. And then she ends up having a tug of war with the head, trying to put it on with Saki. Because Saki thinks this is, a fu- is hilarious. Yeah. And she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And at that Sokka point... Saki thinks this is the best thing ever. And then, so she's doing this. And that's when um, Sakura smacks Tai's face in this slow motion Van Dammit maneuver, where it's from three different shots. That mm-hmm. smacks Tai's face and slams her into the back wall. What are we supposed to do if people figure out that we're zombies? <laughs> Can you try harder not to let everybody know we're zombies? Yeah. And then and then she starts yelling at her from the microphone, and then they and her yelling mm-hmm. happens to rhyme, and then the other, and then she retorts back, and With it happens r- to rhyme, and then behind the scenes, what's his name? Tatsumi. Tatsumi starts beatboxing. Starts beatboxing, and then it breaks into this just amazing freeform rap battle between to which the courtesan starts playing her lute like instrument. Uh, uh, the shamisen. The shamisen, mm-hmm. and uh, Lily decides she wants to join in on the uh, uh, and starts helping with uh-huh. the beatboxing. Yeah, but um, the sh- she starts playing the shamisen and she starts making noises every once in a while in beat with the music, just like hop, hop. You know, type stuff. <laughs> yes. And it's just this incredible beatbox. It's just this incredible freeform rap battle <laughs> between uh, between Sakura and Ta- and, uh, and, Saki. and Saki. And uh, Ta- and um... now up to this point, Saki has been threatening and demeaning to Sakura because she has all this experience being a very angry uh, biker gang leader mm-hmm. and seeing this goody two shoes who's willing to listen to this guy who's just a complete putz. Like, what? Why would you even do this? <laughs> mm-hmm. She has no respect for her. Mm-hmm. And so now it goes into this angry rap battle between the two of them, and Sakura smokes her. <laughs> Sakura just destroys uh, Saki. And, uh, yeah, and then because of that, like, she's afraid that... Uh, Sakura's afraid that, you know, Saki's going to hate her even more. But after that, Saki has nothing but respect for Sakura. She thinks she's the greatest. <laughs> yes. Now, so- something that happens... Um, oh. Now, something that happened before that scene was um and, and we skipped to it kind of date kind of to, d- to date, date what's going on is they realize uh, is that um to date saki's character to date saki's character mm-hmm. is that she gets up is that after having an argument with sakura and giving up on her she gets up and goes my tamagotchi's probably dead by now mm-hmm. no, to which is... i laughed mm-hmm. and i shared that scene with my wife and she laughed, mm-hmm. but I had to explain what a Tamagotchi was to my yeah. oldest. So what's this line from, the one you wrote down? That's in episode three. That's episode three, okay. I don't remember that at all. Okay, so I'll, t- I'll, uh, but that's I'll bring kinda, it up. But that's kind of the end of episode two. That is the episode two. Um, and she actually, comes, she actually are... says, she, uh, Saki says, Sakura has an egg-like head like a Tamagotchi, so I like you. Oh, yeah. But most of the girls have come around at this point. Yes. Um, like, uh, Lily got in on it. She had a lot of fun. Um, uh, Yugi, Yugiri, who is the courtesan. Yugi, the courtesan, yeah. uh, She She's in on it now. She's having fun. Um, and so, uh, at the end of the episode, the only people who really who aren't in on the whole... Um, who aren't in on the whole... Uh, uh, being an group, idol. Uh, being an idol together are yeah. Junko and I. Everybody else is in on it. Well, And Ty's yeah. is in on it as she can be. Yeah. So... Ty's down. I'm, I'm almost <laughs> positive that Ty's always just going to be zombie brain just because taking a look at the cover, everybody's really in on it and looking towards the camera like yeah. at the audience and they're doing their cute poses yeah. and Ty's just over in the corner. Ty's just facing in the opposite direction going... <laughs> in her in her good makeup. So uh, uh, now, Ty, now Ty has long black hair mm-hmm. with long bangs. And one of the shots of them is they're sitting... They're all in that dungeon room again where they were wandering before. But all of them are sitting in uh, folding chairs in a row. And 
and everybody's paying attention is trying to pay attention but ties at the end eating her own bangs, eating her own bangs. <laughs> and the one sitting next to her is Saki who's just looking at her disgusted and the one over next to her is I looking very worried uh-huh. just <laughs> I hope yeah I hope Ty never changes she's yeah. she's delightful she's the best <laughs> Ty is best girl but not really uh no, no. I don't okay. no She's the one okay. who makes me laugh the most, but I don't know if I'd give her a title of best girl for this show. Right. Anyway. Okay, um, so episode three uh, really starts delving into trying to become more cohesive as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have they have this whole sequence where they need to, that where they complain about the manager changing their name for every performance. So they need to have a solid name and a group. They need leader. to have a leader. And everybody nominates themselves as the leader. Well, no, nobody nominates themselves. The only person to nominate themselves as the leader Oh, that's was Saki. Saki. Mm-hmm. But when she stands up, she shouts very, very authoritatively. And then you actually, in while she's shouting, you hear motorcycle engines revving in her shouting. Mm-hmm. So this is somebody shouting, expecting to be heard as a leader of a bike gang whose mo- whose motorcycles are currently running. Yeah. And she's in an enclosed room doing this mm-hmm. with no other sounds. And everyone's just, yeah. Wow, she's loud. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no one's going to challenge you for that. You can be group leader. But then she eventually turns the title over to Sakura. Probably. Yeah. Why? Well, doesn't she do it in episode three? Not in episode three. Okay, but anyway, um, but they they eventually decide on a name. Did you, did you write yes. the name down? Well, I I I remember the name, and so they're all having a debate about the name. Mm-hmm. And what's fantastic is both um, both the courtesan and Saki have a chance to write ideas for the names on uh, on the board. Mm-hmm. And one of the names that uh, Saki writes um, is like uh, Death Rop, Death Rot Stink, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's written out in kanji. It's like, so how do we pronounce this? Jean de Arc. Jean de Arc. <laughs> and the courtesan's like, I like it. Like but Lily Chan's like, that's not cute at all. Yeah. But, th- but what's funny is she wrote it on a board with a permanent, with a uh, with a uh, dry erase marker. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's spray painted like a tag. Yeah. Uh huh. That's the style of how it appears mm-hmm. there, with, with drips, drip yep. marks, and everything. Yep, it's fantastic. It's kind of awesome. And then I like it. And <laughs> then uh, the courtesan has her chance to write a suggestion. I don't remember what it was precisely, but it was. Uh, but it's very elegant, flowing. Like mm. you, you could do it with it's what you expect from a very large pen or a very large paintbrush mm-hmm. to have those kind of strokes. Yeah, but to do it with a handheld marker, it's like. You spent a lot of time writing that out to make it actually do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimate, but then Ty gets a hold of the marker. Mm-hmm. And everybody's looking at her, wondering, is she actually going to wake up? Is she going to come up with an idea? And she's looking at it and looking at it. Just suck, start sucking, start her sucking it and they get it away it's from not, her. Sakura's like, you probably shouldn't do that. That's not good for you. And Juno's like, uh, Junko's like, well, we're already zombies. We're already zombies. What can it do to her? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Sakura gets the marker away from Tai, and it goes through the air, and it lands in Junko's hands. And then Tai, Tai still wants to eat it, and so she starts chasing Junko around mm-hmm. the room, and, twitch, and watching this scene because Junko is the one who keeps getting chased by Tai. Mm-hmm. And as this is happening, I turn to my daughter and go, "Look, it's a running gag." No more talking from you. <laughs> anyway, how did your daughter react to that? She she laughed for a good minute, realizing okay. what was going on. Anyway, okay, yeah, and now everybody thinks she's not as smart as they thought she was. Mm-hmm. Great. Anyway, no, she's brilliant, and she appreciates me, and she knows to laugh when I'm telling a joke. That that doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, um... okay, so eventually they they settle. So. What happens is they they settle on a certain set of sounds that tries to sound cute, but mm-hmm. but whatnot. And what they end up going for is, uh, Ty sneezes, and she's sneezing the ink that she sucked out of the uh, mm-hmm. the marker, and so she's got splattered black hands. Like, oh, that's it, Frau Chuchu. Frau Chuchu. No, she's saying it, guys. She's saying our name, Frau Chuchu. <laughs> as she's sneezing yes and so that's their name Frauchuchu. Frauchuchu. 
And I'm like, that's cute. And they're like, oh, and it came from something disgusting. That's great. And they all do. They all love it. So, uh, yes. and, and then, and so, and then Saki, uh, Saki tries to write out like another morbid way of saying it in kanji. Like, no, not kanji. No, not kanji. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they write it out in that. Uh, yep. In, 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 a, yeah. in a, I don't remember if it was Katakana or Hiragana. I'll have to watch it's... it again. It's been a while since I saw the episode. Yeah. But anyway. They... They, so they decide on a name. Mm-hmm. And then they have a, a, they decide they're going to start practicing. And then they give up practicing pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. There's a scene that happens. When the, in, they apparently have a park in this uh, place. So they the playground set in this mm-hmm. in the outdoors of this mansion. And one of the playground items is five, four seats around a circle by a stationary tube so it's kind of like a sit and spin but mm-hmm. with four seats all facing the direction that you're spinning yeah and and, and, and ty so, is the one who's pulling it and everyone else is the four of the girls are sitting on it as ty's pulling it yes and she's just so- saki's the first one to bail because she realizes this is not safe well they're just like well and ty at first it's nice and slow but then ty really starts getting into it and yeah. she starts pulling it faster and, and faster. faster and faster and so- saki's the first to bail lily's the second to bail but sakura is so lost in thought trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to i'm pretty to sure the other one's the the courtesan who's the on court- the, one. the courtesan wasn't it was in the scene but she mm-hmm. was standing aside smoking her pipe of uh, there's another there's a fourth girl on it though or, or was it always no, it was ty saki lily and Sakura. Okay. Those, those are the four. Okay. And That's Sa- right. She's and, sitting on it as she's pulling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sakura is, is so lost is in so thought, lost in thought that she's not do. aware of how fast mm-hmm. they're going. And then and then <laughs> Ty sneezes and grips the, the bar, stopping everything. And she goes flying through the air. And Sakura just goes flying through the air. And that's that moment that she remembers from the first episode, that feeling that she got when she was on stage about... Something in her memory, something was reawakening in her memory that moment she was on stage and people were cheering for her. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to remember what that feeling is. And she's like, oh, that's right. That's what I remember. Lands head first in the ground. Mm-hmm. I can see this being an AMV hell clip. Like, I believe I can fly. <laughs> Possibly. That's just the timing of it. Oh, if only AMV hell was still around. Anyway, um... So, they, they they practice, they get these kind of cute little outfits and stuff like that, and they're just not doing very well, but it's time for their performance, and so they go to the performance, uh, what ha- and now, it's now, a gorilla performance yes. they're doing today. Now, when, now, in that scene, they're back in the dungeon with the chalkboard, and um, the, they... Uh, I can never remember his name. Taki... What? Um, Tatsumi? Taki, Tatsumi. Tatsumi. Tatsumi... Starts writing G E, thinks it for about a second, crosses it out and writes gorilla in in katakana, in katakana. and it's like oh he didn't know how to spell it. So so the courtesan turns to Sakura and says, so what is a gorilla performance? Oh that's where you don't tell anybody. You just show up with your stuff and start dancing in the middle of the city. And that's when she says, oh, like testing a sword on somebody passing by. Oh like testing a sword on somebody passing by. And at that point, Lily is like, what? <laughs> leans forward like what is going on what, oh, where, where are you from like testing a sword and somebody passing by <laughs> just what it's just this little line that I had to pause it and rewind <laughs> it to make sure that I heard it right like she said what she comes from a very different time period she than does, everybody else she comes, she comes from pre I'm pretty sure she's pre Meiji restoration so, something like that. So, a very influential person during a revolution mm-hmm. is what uh, is what is. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she was. Maybe during... she was alive during the Meiji Revolution or Restoration. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was my last item on uh, my list of great things about this show. <laughs> was that line? But um... but, but they eventually go. They eventually um, they're outside. They're about to get started on a a guerrilla performance when. Everybody steps out of the van except for Junko and I. Mm-hmm. And they're, well, even though everybody's made up to look nice, they're just sitting there, not interested. Uh, and something that kept happening during the rehearsal is Lily kept tri- bumping into somebody and tripping. Mm-hmm. And uh, and falling down. And, that ha- and so, at this point, the animation goes from being strictly 2D cell animation to being a... 3D animation for their dancing moves. Mm-hmm. 
which is was jarring for me. I don't like how. I mean, it saved them time. I get that. Save them time. Save them money. Right. But it doesn't look good. No. I mean, I agree. there are times. Uh, there's a, a show I've been watching on my own. We probably won't talk about it here. Uh, but Goblin Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times where everybody else is hand drawn except for Goblin Slayer. They went ahead and they made him 3D, and it it just it stands out. It doesn't mm. look good. Mm. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was uh, what's even odd is that while they're doing their dance, and and what it's got to be is that they've, it's really, the technique is for motion capture puppetry. Mm-hmm. So what happens with motion capture is you got people in these suits and and this rig that can track how they're moving their bodies around. And so what they probably did is actually get a pop idol group to motion track dance moves for these kind of scenes so they'd be more authentic mm-hmm. but it, but not enough money was spent on translating it from that motion to in front of them mm. now a similar technique was absolutely used for the ending credits of um uh haruhi suzumiya mm-hmm. but they didn't try crazy angles of the 3d as well it was straight on almost the entire time mm-hmm. and they spent a lot of time making fine-tuning the ending mm-hmm. credit sequence and mm-hmm. but but in this one they try to do different angles and try to make things interesting and it it, it makes the 3d that much more obvious mm-hmm. which is part of the jarring effect of it but what happens in but in the scene in the context of the scene um they're doing pretty well they're starting to get a crowd then lily bumps into sakura and falls down and sakura keep stops singing and takes care of her and at that moment well, both, just before that moment, we see inside the van, and Junko and I are singing, are mouthing along to the music. Mm-hmm. So they know the lyrics, and some part of them, some part of them does miss being mm-hmm. out in the open like that, even though they don't want to contribute mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, the tripping happens, and it goes back into the van, and um, I who was uh, crosses the van to the closer window and says and says no keep singing you've got to keep singing because she knows mm-hmm. she knows the show must go on she knows mm-hmm. what's supposed to happen well, and then and and the crowd starts dispersing because the singing stopped and um and then uh um Sakura and Lily get up and try to resume from where they were and then suddenly Sakura forgets the lyrics. She's completely forgotten the lyrics. Just mm-hmm. so, and, and then people start. And she starts hearing the laughing from the crowd. It's like, what are these people doing? Just, and mm-hmm. walking off. And like, what? Come on, please come back to me, lyrics, please. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly somebody else starts singing, mm-hmm. and it's I. I and Junko have joined in the group, and how and are contributing. Mm-hmm. And they are bringing a le- certain, and it's clear that they're bringing a level of professionalism with them. Mm-hmm. That that comes from years of experience on both their parts mm-hmm. um, to the group, and they finish the song. But and as they're doing this, suddenly they notice a, I want to say a seven-year-old girl. There's a real young girl. Real young girl. Six, seven. Starts starts mimicking the dancing and and, and grouping along with them. It's like mm-hmm. their first legit fan Mm -hmm. who isn't an old boy (laughs) i'm looking forward to seeing those two become pop idol fans though as opposed to uh death metal metal fans there's they're gonna have fun with those two characters yes as long as they keep using them but yeah and i hope one of them just never loses the lightning and star makeup that he just happens to have on his face i hope that yeah i hope i i'm looking forward to him dressing up in like the crazy you know idol fan outfit where he's got like the shirt and like you know, ha- or whatever their getup is going to be, but he still has the makeup for the star and the lightning on his face. Yes. So, anyway, um, the episode kind of ends with them uh, chatting and uh, and I and uh, Junko uh, start thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we and I and Junko are talking uh, to each other um, about you know actually it might be fun. Uh, doing it with this yeah. group. Uh, the, Junko's reason it's it's it, if you're paying attention to the subtext, Junko's reasoning for not wanting to join the group is that she's always been a solo act. Yeah, and she says, you know what? I didn't think it would be, but joining in on a group is kind of fun. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sakura um, comes in, does a, wa- a waist-deep bow, and thanks mm-hmm. them for contributing, for, for being part of it, and how grateful she is. And she doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't make a... She's very grateful, but she doesn't try to make a big deal of, of their contribution. She mm-hmm. doesn't try to embarrass them, or she's just mm-hmm. very, very grateful. Mm-hmm. And thanks them again and leaves. And after she's left alone, we finally get we finally get a glimpse into why my why I has been so reluctant. Mm-hmm. And it's because she's already walked the path. She's already done the process, gone from scratch to one of the top pop idol groups. Mm-hmm. And she is, and she was in no way excited about doing it again. Well, she didn't want to go through that again. That or she had such a bad experience. They, After they got to the top, they haven't like always. They haven't really delved into it, but mm-hmm. but but the, what she says is, so starting over, huh? And so I'm just picturing, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of like an athlete, uh, like a marathon runner losing a leg, and then having to go through, um, mm-hmm. go go through ther- having to go through therapy with mm-hmm. a prosthetic, just to get to where they were before. I didn't get that sense at all. I just That's got this. I, I got the sense that something bad happened. Um, that either her group split up or something. There was some bad blood in there, and she wanted nothing more to do with idol life because of that. That's the that's the feel that I got from it. Okay. So, so but I just could from be the wrong. Fir- just from the mm-hmm. first three episodes, that's what I got. I haven't looked. Mm-hmm. In, I haven't looked more into it. Well, neither have I. That's just the vibe that I got okay. from the first three episodes. So um, yeah, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. So clearly. There's a, some subtext there that hasn't that needs addressing, and one of us could be right, and it's possible neither of us are right. That mm-hmm. there's a third reason that we haven't really delved into. Mm-hmm. It, it is it is a subplot that has not been uh, that that is they've only scratched the surface up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, that's it for Zombieland Saga. You've already said you want to watch more of it, and I, I definitely do. want to watch more of it. It's a delightful show. Um, according to anime new or my anime list, it's rated R for violence and language. Um, and I was thinking, what on earth? Why would it be rated R? And I was like, oh, the scene from the with the zombie clips. <laughs> like the scene with the zombie clips is fairly gory. Yes. but the rest of the show isn't gory in the slightest. No, no I mean, so, so, so you that, see that... Ty's head falls off and rolls through the audience. No blood at all. So, so. What happens? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a lot. So there is blood in the scene with the uh, the van. Mm-hmm. There is some blood there. Um, but as I'm watching this show in my family room with Jasmine, Wendy is coming in to ask me questions just before that clip starts. That girl has the worst timing in the world. <laughs> and so I'm pausing it, going, "How can we help you so that you leave and don't come back?" Mm-hmm. Because, yes, I, I couldn't watch that scene with my seven-year-old. Oh, it's time for her to grow up anyway. <laughs> the last thing I need to deal with is her nightmares. I mean, she's already traumatized by one of our neighbors uh, trick-or-treating at his house. Really? Yeah, apparently they thought it would be a fun idea to pretend that their front yard is like a haunted attraction and had people in masks chasing people around. Wow. Eh, there's whatever. Vid- there's video of it. And some people are laughing, and some people are traumatized, and mm-hmm. some people just can't handle going to. Uh, my friends and I, we thing. did a we did a haunted house uh, one year in my in another friend's burned down house, um, and w- w- it was the dumbest idea ever having a haunted house in a burned down house. But it actually worked out really really well. Yeah. One of our scariest attractions, though, was uh, some guy in a hockey mask chasing people through the backyard with a rusty lawnmower. So. <laughs> I think I remember hearing about this. So, yeah, you would hear the brrrr, people would think that it was a chain, uh, a chainsaw. chainsaw. And then suddenly this guy would come out chasing you with a lawnmower. And we thought it was the funniest thing ever because we couldn't afford a chainsaw. So how pathetic would it be to have someone chase you down with a lawnmower? (laughs) That'd be pretty ineffective. I mean, you'd have to get Mm -hmm. them dead on. But that was the scariest thing we had that night because the rest of the the, uh, haunted house was just kind of a big joke. And everybody knew that it was a big joke. But uh, so so, what system has this rated R? MyAnimeList.com. Oh, okay. That's where I that's I I had that pulled up for uh, the one, characters' yeah. names and stuff. Because one of the big controversies about uh, uh, Goblin Hunter or Goblin Slayer was that Crunchyroll had it listed as PG. Uh, yeah, they they had it listed wrong. 
Um, and they they admitted that and they, they did it wrong it. and they fixed it. Mm-hmm. And every episode now has a content warning on it. Yeah. Um. After that blowback. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I mean, you you yeah, want no, they, you want your content mm-hmm. properly labeled. Anyway, that's it for Zombieland Saga. Right. Uh, what's what are we watching for next week's episode? Okay, next week we're watching another series that is um, started streaming this season. Um. I think it's pronounced rewrited. Okay. Uh, Derrida, who leaps through time. Uh, the synopsis is, uh, in 2050, engineer Derrida Yvain is famous for his contribution to Autonomous Machine DZ at his father's company, Rebuild. When he and his colleague, Nathan, discover a dangerous flaw in their creation, their warnings go, uh, go ignored. The next day, after Nathan's daughter, Mage Magi? Mage's birthday party, the group barely escapes an attack by unknown forces, leading to Derrida's unwitting captivity and cryogenic Mm -hmm. stasis. Ten years later, he emerges in a world at war with the mechanical lifeforms he helped create. Now he fights to survive his nightmare future to make good his promise to take care of Mage. Mage. Okay, so... Looks like an action thriller version of, um, uh, it, it feels, it looks a little bit like, uh, Lightyear and, or, um, Futurama. Like a serious version hmm. of Futurama. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to giving it a try. Um. So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes for next week. Um, that's it for uh, three episodes in. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, next up, we have recommendation of the week. Right. And this turn is, this week it's your turn. Yeah. Sorry, there's a lot of car that just went by. Sorry about yeah. that, everyone. Um, but recommendation of the week is my turn this week, and I have recently discovered a manga. Um, and this manga was done by Yoshikawa Miki, and Yoshikawa Miki she did the manga for um, Yamada Kun and the Seven Witches. Okay. Which I've pretty sure i've talked to you about this show before in the past but it's a it's a romantic comedy where the main character suddenly realizes that he has the ability to switch bodies with people mm. but only when he kisses them mm. um and he learns this by falling down the stairs one day and landing face to face with the prettiest girl in school and he wakes up in the infirmary in her body uh, um and it's a really really delightful they made a great anime about it um and the manga keeps going like the anime's got a good solid ending but if you want more uh the manga kept going and i read the manga and i absolutely loved it and i learned recently that this woman yoshikawa miki had another uh manga and i decided to give that a try and that's a yonki kun and megane chan and a yonki is a thug a punk type, uh-huh. type character and megane means glasses yes and um it starts off with this guy. So it sounds like a Beauty and the Beast sort of... Uh... Kind of, but not. Okay. Because he... he um, This Yankee, this, this punk, he uh-huh. hates school activities. He skips classes all the time. And he's skipping classes in one of his favorite places to skip classes. He's got the stall furthest from the door in a boy's restroom in a certain part of the school. And he looks up while he's in there taking a smoking break for himself um he's a freshman at this time or like i guess a a first year in high school Uh um and he looks up and there's this girl with glasses saying will you please come on the school trip with me and he's like what and this girl will not leave him alone there's this great shot of him this great shot of him trying to leave the school and he's wondering why his leg is so heavy and he looks down and she's been dragging onto his leg and she's got glasses and these twin braids and stuff like that. And she's just kind of this adorable looking girl. And finally, um, he, uh, well, finally he gets, he, he agrees to it kind of let have her ha- to, uh, to get her to stop bothering him. And he goes and he ends up having kind of a fun time. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, he, um, Keep going. Okay. Anyway, he, um, uh, a few chapters in, uh, we learned that the reason that she desperately wanted him to go, like, he thinks, well, maybe she likes me, you know? Um, but that's, uh, but when he finally learns the reason that she wanted him to go, it turns out 
she's a former Yankee as well. And she's trying to re she came to high school to this school with it, uh, to reimage herself. Um, but, and she always wanted to go on these trips, but she never did before because she was a Yankee and you know, they can't be bothered doing stuff like that. Um, but she doesn't know how to talk to normal people. She only knows how to talk to Yankees. So she <laughs> had him go along so she would have somebody to talk to on this trip. Uh, um, and I'm, a, there's, it's only about 212 ish chapters. I think I'm about, okay. I'm about 130 chapters into it. Um, okay. and it's just evolved and become this great story. Um, kind of a romantic comedy type thing. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a delightful, fun story. Um, I highly recommend, uh, that our listeners, uh, read it if they get the chance. Once again, the name is Yonki Kun and Megane-chan. So. By Yoshikawa Miki. By Yoshikawa Miki. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if you can, we'll provide a link to some place where you can find it online. Mm. If you can. If I can. Right. I don't want to be providing links to illegal manga sites i don't think you should but mm -hmm. you know maybe if there's a place that people can buy it we'll link to okay, that or yeah. well, or free, i don't know i don't know if it's been translated free. into english legally you okay. know i don't know if that's the case then yeah i can provide a site where where i've been reading it um but anyway okay um all right so that brings us to our creator shout and out. that's your turn this time that is my turn this time and this time i'm giving a shout out to samantha sawyer who um goes by sincerely sammy online um I met her at uh, Anime Expo a couple weeks back. Oh, okay. And uh, bought three of her prints to give to my kids as a oh yeah as a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, we've got uh, links to her Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, personal website that we'll uh, put on our uh, put it here on Whitaker Weekly under the uh, episode thirty link. Yeah, good so. deal. All right. Um, well, uh, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening in this week. If you listened on YouTube, please feel free to like, like this episode and subscribe to our channel. If you like what we do and want to support us, please spread the word of our podcast or even support us on Patreon. Uh, where can they find us on social media? Our site, Whitaker Weekly, currently has links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, Patreon page, and YouTube channel. We encourage all our listeners to follow us on the social media platform of their preference. And if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us on one of the ones we mentioned, and we'll broaden our scope to include you. All right. Uh, our artwork for our for our podcast was provided by Ben Coombs. And the music that uh, you listen to, that uh, opening, opening, closes, and ending. opening and ending, is uh, Dry Clock by Brasmatas. You said that a lot better than I ever did. You're doing that from now on. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Well, that's been this week's episode. Um, I've been Andrew. I've been Lee. And this has been Whitaker Weekly. Have a great week.